Hello, my friends, and welcome to 2022. This is Ray Bohax, the Hot Rod Farmer, coming to you as always from Cat Swamp Road. But this is not the Idle Chatter podcast. It is my New Year's wish and prayer for all of you in my audience, either on the radio, on Sirius XM, or through the podcast, or both. A little bit of background for some of you that may be new to the audience is that I started my Idle Chatter podcast back in October of 2018. The end of October, I believe it was October 25th, it launched. And then for for New Year's 2019, I felt prompted that I wanted to do a New Year's Wish podcast for you. And I'm saying you because you are my audience, my listening family. And I didn't want Christmas and New Year's to go by without me acknowledging that and also offering uh, my best wishes for the upcoming year. So this has become kind of a tradition for me. I'll say kind of, all right, instead of kind of, that people use that word today, kind of, which doesn't exist. It became a tradition for me, but it, it also is a very hard show for me to do. Obviously, this is not a technical show. This is a show of me, Ray Bohax, not the hot rod farmer, not the engine guy, not anything, but Ray Bohax, the Christian, and my wish and prayer for all of you in the audience. And why it's so hard to do is because I have so much that I want to say, but for some reason, it's, it, it doesn't come out as I would hope it would, as I hoped it would come out. And this is since the beginning of this show, and then... Uh, I say to myself, oh man, what am I doing here? Why am I saying this? And to tell you the truth, I even contemplated not doing this today for 2022 because I don't want to give anyone in the audience the wrong impression. You know, so many times today in today's world, people act like know-it-alls. And believe me, I am as far from a know-it-all as possible. All I am is blessed with the good Lord has blessed me with, with some knowledge about machinery and specifically engines and he's blessed me with a microphone and a podcast channel. So that's so I'm not I'm not taking that lightly, but that's that's those that's about as far as my blessings go in that regard. So I'm not a life coach. I don't I'm not a psychologist. I'm not I'm not anything. I'm just a an engine guy farmer that loves the Lord and loves people and, and all of God's creation. So that is why I'm even saying this because I don't want you to think that this is about me. This is not about me. But I have to go backwards because as a person in that studies engines, that studies farming, as as a student of all of those things, and also as a writer, as if you've listened to my show, then you know that for many years I've written technical articles for magazines, that when you're in that when you're in those fields, or as a farmer, same thing. You look, to, uh, you look to see what other people do. And you look to see what they do for, to get ideas. And uh, there's no ego attached to this profession and to me, is that if the guy across the road has got better corn than I have, then I'm, I'm not jealous, I'm not anything. I want to know what he's doing that I'm doing different, that I'm not doing. And I, I apply that logic and that metric to every aspect of my life. And uh, so... All I'm doing in this show today is one person to another 
wishing you the Lord's blessings in 2022, and then giving you possibly a different perspective, a different outlook on things. I'm, I'm not saying that my outlook is correct. It's just a different outlook. Like you could go to somebody's farm and see how they're setting their planter or see how they're, they're operating one aspect of their operation. Or if you're an engine guy, you go to the drag strip. Because right, I'm a drag racer, so that's what I like to do. Go to a drag strip, look under the hood. Wow, look how the guy ran that header. Or look how he ran that cooling system. Or that's an interesting radi- radi- radiator he has in there. I was going to say radiator, radiator. And then you use that as an inspiration. So all I want to do today is accomplish two things number one wish you the best for 2022 as you move forward and then give you a different or give you a my perspective on life and it's it's just like anybody else's perspective it has no more value to it but just like you could see how somebody plants their corn or does something on their farm that hopefully you'll be able to to find some value in this and maybe not maybe not whatsoever and uh, but i feel compelled to do it and i i ask for your uh, forgiveness as i stumble my way through this but you know today what i've seen a common denominator over the years is that very rarely and i'm just laughing does a new year come to a to a beginning and and the previous year ends and a new year comes to a beginning and very rarely do you have people whether it's on television or somebody you meet in the street or what have you on a radio and they say oh my god whatever we'll use 2020 2021 was such a wonderful year i don't know how 2022 could even match it or be better and historically the human psyche is that we complain and i'm and i'm guilty of that also so i know that today you'll be finding people next week. thank god 2021 is over i hope 2022 is better so i personally have not maybe because i live in the northeast and it's a different mentality here than somebody that's in the heartland but i've never had somebody come to me <clears throat> excuse me and say oh my god i'm so i love 2021 it was the most wonderful year in my life and uh they're always complaining and they're always hoping for better but you know there's there's so many ways life can be better or life could be worse and all it is is from my perspective is how you look at it i'll repeat it again this is the world according to ray not a world according to hot rod farmer this is the world according to ray a man who loves the lord and the thing is that i really have come to see or believe is maybe a better word is that the, the the majority of society and and i'm guilty of that also this is not I'm, I'm not any any better than anybody else please don't get that impression i actually frustrate myself because i feel that i should not have the emotions or feelings that i do is that um, most people have their perspective or their art their vision set on on the wrong thing and the basis of saying that whether the outgoing year was bad or the outgoing year was good and for the new year whether it's going to be good or bad their wish their wishes are usually not focused in the right area and uh now i know as a christian and this message you may click this off right now because you may not want to hear what what i'm going to say and that's fine yeah, the, you know that's fine that's that's you that's your decision or maybe the lord will speak to your heart and and 
and prompt you to continue listening to this. That was my prayer before I turned the microphone on, that the Holy Ghost would come and move my soul and move my mouth and my tongue to, to, to speak the words he wants me to speak, not that what Ray wants to speak. But, you know, I'm gonna, you know I like stories if you listen to my shows, but years ago when I worked for Allen Tesh Products, the oscilloscope manufacturer, on Monday mornings we had meetings, sales meetings. And I was a technical person, not a sales guy. And what I would do is I would always, I would sit in the meetings. I mean, they wanted me to be there. I loved being there. And I love meetings. I love meetings that are productive. But so many times meetings are just a waste of time it gets to be a moaning and groaning session and uh or whatever everybody's got their oar in the water and they're rowing a different way and people's agendas come up and so so if meetings are done properly and are effective and you all put together as a team they're wonderful and if they're not done properly they're a nightmare and a total total waste of time in my estimation so anyway we had good meetings i have to say that we joked around, it was all guys, and uh, we joked around, and the two bosses were good guys, and what have you. But one of the things they did during the sales meetings, and this is back years ago, they had cassette tapes, and we used to listen at the end of the sales meeting to Zig Ziglar. And Zig Ziglar used to, uh, and I've mentioned him before, maybe on my show, and I never met the man, I actually think he's, he's passed away and uh, they used to call him the guru of salesmanship but i believe that he was a christian i don't know that for a fact but when you say salesmanship today you think of somebody who's a you know a guy with a, a used car salesman with a pinky ring a smooth talker that's going to try to just con you out of your money and that wasn't what zig ziglar was about zig ziglar was was how how to interact with people as a salesperson but to have the product or the service whatever sell itself but oftentimes it's that the salesperson could have all good intentions but they don't know how to communicate with 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 the potential customer and then they don't get the sale and then obviously you know you want to get the sale if you're a salesperson because that's how you make a living all right but but ultimately if you're if you're a true salesperson you want to sell only a product that is going to bring value to the person who is giving you their money and that's what that's that's how i'm about i mean even on my shows here the radio shows and the podcasts i want companies to come on board that that i will give them value and also that i am proud of representing them to my audience not just say anybody who comes in here forget about it you know, just just want to take your money it's not what i'm about same thing at the farm stand at the corn stand you know somebody comes to me and they say i'll i'll i'll, I'll unsell people and I'll say, well, you know, this is, if you're looking for that, this is not that. You're probably not going to be happy with it. I want you to be happy. Or if you're looking, we're pesticide free. You know, you may find the worm on the top if you're giving it to your boss as a gift and he's going to open up the corn and see there may be an earworm on top and they're going to freak out. This is not the corn for you. Go down the road. The guy sprays pesticides. I'm not a, hey, that's, I don't think badly of him. It's, that's what, that's what it's about. And you'll get it. You'll probably, you have a 99% chance of having the corn with no earworm over here you probably you may get an earworm so whatever and then uh so that's what so that's so that's what that's how i look at sales is that you're representing a product and that's why you know on that same theme i loved working with alan test because the oscilloscope the emissions analyzer was the industry's best i mean so i i was blessed to work with the best so i could say with confidence that this is this is the best unit but anyway so we used to listen to these zig ziglar tapes 
And what he used to do was say, to break it down to the ridiculous. And he, in, in that part of it, I didn't, uh, when he was speaking about breaking it down to the ridiculous, he was talking about a payment plan. So, and I mean, I didn't necessarily agree with that, but what have you, I'm never going to agree with, I mean, I'm not going to agree with everybody, and everybody's not going to agree with me. That's what makes the world go around. But, so he said, break it down to ridiculous. So instead of saying, well, this is not, I'll use easy arithmetic, this is not $300 a month. You could have this in your shop for $10 a day. So that's what he was basically saying. So, you know, 30 days a month, $10 a day, you know, that you'd have it for $10 a day. And if you, and if you do one scope analysis a day, because it was an oscilloscope, and you get $40 for it, then you have $30 worth of profit a day with this, with this, with this unit. So, so he called it breaking it down to the ridiculous. And oftentimes in life, I've used that mindset and that theory, but not in the way that Zig Ziglar was representing it because I wasn't trying to sell somebody something and, and tell them that they could have this for $10 a day. But what I used that sentiment, if that's a proper word, is to take the the shipwrecks of life and that's really often what they are they're the shipwrecks of life sometimes they're just a little knock in the, the uh knock in the in the in the bow of the boat and just it kicks the boat sideways but lots of times in life they're shipwrecks and we've all had shipwrecks in life and the shipwrecks in life are probably from my experience are more fruitful about building your faith and establishing your character than anything else now we have we ad we adopted a little kitten and if you listen to my shows we call her ally so don was we have donald and uh, his full name is donald trump bohack so that could tell you my political affiliation if you didn't already know but that's this is not about that and then we at the farm stand somebody dumped alley and my wife heard her crying meowing in the bushes in the hedgerow between two fields and then we were able to get her but and Allie's a great little girl she's a great little cat but the thing with Allie is that she thinks that the world revolves around her well she's a baby she's a kitten she's only a couple months old and it's not unusual for babies human babies or animal babies to think the world revolves around them but Donald, when we found Donald, because he, he, we found him also, he had a whole different personality, he had a whole different outlook on life than Allie has. And Allie is, I'm not, not she's a wonderful cat, but she needs, to, she needs to learn. She maybe doesn't need to get shipwrecked, but she needs, she, she needs to, to get a couple of scratches and a couple of dings in the hull of her life to realize what is going on so what does that have to do with breaking it down to the ridiculous and you know using Zig Ziglar's term is that this and in many ways this has been a very hard year for people and and I'm talking about the business side of agriculture there was out west it was in the western United States and in the western provinces of Canada where I have a lot of listeners also horrific droughts I mean, horrific. I mean, terrible. I only, if you're experiencing it, I don't need to tell you about it. All right. Then those, then horrific floods, horrific floods in the United, parts of the United States, and then in, in British Columbia, 
horrific, went from drought to horrific floods. Uh, the tornado that recently that recently ripped through five states and probably had its majority of damage in Kentucky had probably even more natural disasters than that than, 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 than I could even recall. But it seems that almost every day there was a natural disaster. And, you know, the interesting thing without telling you, I mean, you don't need to me to tell you this, is that in agriculture, I mean, unlike somebody who who has the, makes their living someplace else, for instance, they could live in a small town, live in a rural area, and they could possibly, God forbid, lose their home in a tornado or in a flood or what have you, or some sort of natural event like that. But they usually don't lose their livelihood, and there's usually not that that connection to the land. But a tornado comes through, a or a hurricane hits an agricultural area, and not only is the person's home destroyed, everything that they work for, they love, they took care of is destroyed. And we can never, ever, ever make light of that. And we're not even considering the loss of human life and the loss of animal life. We're just talking about material things at this particular time. But, you know, applying Zig Ziglar's logic to it, breaking it down to the ridiculous and no way shape or form am i taking anything away from what if you endured any one of these things but you know in in machining they have what is called a no if if you ever did production machining they usually have what they call a go no go gauge and what uh, so let's say you're, you're drilling a hole you're boring a hole and uh if the hole is supposed to be within this dimension you have a go no go so if the gauge goes in it doesn't go in it's not the size if it goes in it's right the size so it's not a exacting exacting uh specification it's, it's i don't want to say it's very close but it's go it's it's go no go so if the guy's machining is it doesn't go in it boom now it goes in it's perfect he stops he moves on to the next piece so the the thing basically is, is that i have i'm not going to say you know i'm getting back to and this is like then again it's not about me and you probably want to listen to this because I'm rambling. It's not about me. But we've all had shipwrecks in life. And maybe the shipwreck was 10 feet from the shore, using that as a metaphor. And you got your shoes wet and you went to shore and you were fine. Maybe another shipwreck was 50. And I'm using the distance away from shore as a metaphor for its impact on your life. Maybe the shipwreck was 50 feet from shore and you had to swim back to, to shore or maybe the shipwreck was out in the middle of the ocean so a lot of these natural events that i spoke about a few minutes ago those metaphorically those shipwrecks were way out in the ocean metaphorically and there was no land in sight there was no walking to land there was no swimming to land and as i started to say i've been blessed because like everyone i've had shipwrecks and i and you know, in today, especially whether it's media, whether it's social media, which I'm not involved with social media, I got off of it last year after the election. But um, you know, pe- people like to make themselves out like everything is so wonderful in their life, and then and so it's either so wonderful or the whole world is against them, and there's like nothing in between. You know, and I and some studies, and I don't put much. I'm not gonna say I don't put much worth. I don't know when they say that that. A lot of these things we have people with, with that are greatly depressed today. 
is because they go on social media and somebody says, look, I'm on the beach, I'm over here, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And this guy's saying for himself, this man or woman or girl or guy, oh my God, look at, my, look at that person's life compared to mine. Well, you know, probably every, everything is not, what it's, is not what it seems, all right? But I've had my shipwrecks, and I'm sure, and I know that you've had your shipwrecks, but I've been very blessed because my shipwrecks were never too far from shore. That at worst, I got my, my shoes wet coming to shore, but they were shipwrecks. Do my shipwrecks compare to somebody who lost their whole family in a tornado or lost their whole farm or lost their whole crop? No, it doesn't compare to that. Not way whatsoever. But, you know, have I been tossed around in the sea like you have been tossed around in the sea? Yes, I have. But the one common denominator, and that's what I'm bringing, trying to work my way to, is that if you... If you break it down to the ridiculous and use the go, no go gauge theory. So, whereas I said, you have to, the gauge goes in or it doesn't go in. Well, let's say a scenario you come home and uh, your car is dented, right? Well, if you have nothing else bad, and I'm a car guy, right? If you listen to me, you know, I mean, that's like, a, that's, that's terrible for me. My, my car's been violated, right? I mean, you know, anybody who's a true car guy, it's not like you just send it to the body shop. It's like, uh, I mean, forget about it. I mean, it's, it's, it just has the effect in a different way, right? The thing is that, but if you come, if you come home and you see your car is dented or you see, or you see, that your roof collapsed on your house as you said okay go no go which would you prefer to have you're gonna have to have something do you want to have your left arm cut off or your right arm cut off so you can either have the dent in your car or you're gonna have the roof collapse in your house well i'll take the dent in the car okay so now let's up the ante would you rather lose your business or lose your spouse or child so you got a choice lose your business lose your spouse or child all right, would you rather have have lose your job, wherever, whatever your job may be, not your own business, or be diagnosed with, with pancreatic cancer? So you, you may be saying to me, well, that's a crazy way of looking at things, but that's a combination of breaking it down to the ridiculous and the go, no-go gauge. Now, the scriptures tell us that as a Christian, we live in this world, so all of those things are real. If you lose your job, you lose your business. The mailbox is full of bills. All right, I mean that's <laughs> that's that's all real. That's reality. But would you rather go to the mailbox that's full of bills, or have an abundance of a wellspring of funds bubbling out of your checking account and your bank account, no bills, and going to the hospital? and to, to see a loved one that probably will die and pass on that day. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that we need to be focused. We need to break life down to the ridiculous, as Zig Ziglar said in sales, not saying that we, you could have this oscilloscope for $10 a day, but to look at the, look at the, the shipwrecks and the jousting around that the seas of life give us but then look for the blessings in it. You may say to me, well, you're crazy because there's no blessings in losing your farm. There's no blessings in a drought. There's no blessings in a tornado. And when at first glance, you're 100% correct that there are no blessings there if you look at it through the eyes of this world. 
and not look at it through the eyes of God. Well, you're alive, and I'm not laughing, I'm just, you're alive to see that devastation. Your family is alive. Maybe your family is not alive. Maybe some, you lost somebody in that storm. Maybe you lost somebody in that car accident. Maybe you lost somebody in that, with that disease, right? I, I'm not saying that that can't happen because that's what we call life. And is it going to affect you? Of course it's going to affect you. I think one of the mistakes that people make is they have a severe loss in their life. And I'm not really talking about a financial loss. And, you know, I mean, I had my financial losses. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I had my struggles in life. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed to tell you that, that I, you know, because people hear, hear me on a podcast or something, they get the subliminal impression that life was rosy. Or you see somebody on TV that life was rosy or something. That wasn't the case. And I'm glad it wasn't the case because if it were the case and I did not have those, those shipwrecks in my life, to tell you the truth, my my walk with the Lord would probably be non-existent, or it certainly wouldn't be what it is today. It's because through those times, I it drew me closer to the Lord. And if I did not have those times in my life, and we all nobody likes them. I mean, you hate them. You hate them with a passion. Who wants to go out of business? Who wants to bury their loved one? Who wants to go back and forth to the hospital? Who wants to know or hear that their child got diagnosed with cancer? Who wants to see your beloved animal, your dog, your cat, laying in the road dead hit by a car? Who wants to go out into the field and see your crop shriveled up? Who wants to go out into the field and see your crops underwater? Who wants to see a beautiful, beautiful crop that's totally destroyed by wind or hail? None of us want to see that. But if we break it down to the ridiculous and then we are thankful for what we have, we are thankful that the good Lord has protected us and the scriptures tell us that those who follow him have never gone hungry and there's a difference in life between having what you need and what you want oftentimes our disappointments and i'm not saying you shouldn't have your disappointments i've had my disappointments that's why i go that's why i go on my um on my mental health rides we've all had our disappointments in life life is full of disappointments and that's why it's so important to cling to the good things in life the blessings in life but as i get ready to close here because I don't feel I've delivered my message succinctly to you, and I apologize for that. But what I'm going to ask you to do in 2022 is to do everything you can to make your farm or ranch successful or whatever aspect you do in life. But as we live in this world, but we're not of this world, let that not control you. Let that not, don't judge yourself by that. Don't judge yourself by your yield if you're a farmer. Yes, do everything you can to be a good steward of what God have give, has given you. All right, to do everything you can to be the best that you could be because we owe that to, to God for the blessings of our life and for the opportunities he's given us. But everybody is not going to come up with the same results. But the fact of the matter is that you can come up with something that's even better in results, and that's knowing our Savior, having peace in your heart, 
having joy in your heart. And does that mean that you're happy? No, because the root word of happy is happenstance. We're, you know, when I when I go do something in alley, the cat or Donald the cat sees something and they're going to jump on a bird or a mouse or a grasshopper, they start to get excited and they purr. Well, they're, they're happy about that. But that's not true joy. Yes, and the happiness is going to come and go. Happiness is based upon emotions. And the fact is that there are things in life that are going to change us. The loss of, you know, as I started to say before, and I got myself off on the sidetrack, you know, the loss of a loved one is going to change you. It should change you. It's supposed to change you. And human nature being, it took me the longest time in life to recognize that it's not going to be the way it was before. It shouldn't be the way it was before because that person or that animal that you love is no longer with you. It shouldn't be. Is it, is, you know, is it going to be different? Yes. Is it going to be better? Not necessarily. I'm not going to say it's going to be better. There's no way that you can say, oh, boy, I'm so glad my spouse died. I'm so glad everything is wonderful. No. What we try to do, and most people try to do, is they try to wait for it to come back to the way it was. If that loved one is not there, if the farm is destroyed, it's destroyed. It's not there anymore right well and that's a material thing i mean you could build back a farm maybe you don't have the financial resources or the or the emotional wherewithal to do it all again and i certainly understand that all right but the thing is that but but you know the loss of a loved one it's not going to be the same it shouldn't be the same because they're no longer with you but the fact of the matter is is that what i see as i once again tell you as i get ready to close is that the focus of so many people today, I'm not saying you in my audience, I don't know who the audience is who I'm listening to, is the focus of <clears throat> the focus of people today is on the wrong, a majority of them are on the wrong things. They're on material things, and there's nothing wrong with material things. There's nothing wrong with being successful. There's nothing wrong with having money in a bank. There's nothing wrong with having a beautiful car, a beautiful truck, a beautiful house. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. What's wrong with it <clears throat> is that if you hold that where you hold it in your heart and what this world really needs today is to turn back to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because if you could turn back, if you turn back to your Lord and Savior and you ask him and that's what my prayer is for myself for 2022 and I'll I wear my heart my sleeve. I mean, so you either, you either like it or you don't like it. But, you know, that my prayer, and I'll tell you exactly when I I verbalized that prayer to God was on December 7th, this past December 7th. I took a ride out to the lake. I maybe even said it in the podcast, and I, Charlotte was at work. I took a ride out to the lake, walked around out there, and I won't go back into the lake and tell you what it is. It's, a, it's rural. It's rural. It's not a lake or a park. It's rural. And I spent time with the Lord, and the Lord spoke to my heart. And what I said to him, what he told me that I needed, and I asked him, and I said, I to make in me a new heart. Not a, to, make, to make in me a heart that it truly longs for him, sees the, the sins of this world and the heartaches and the terrible things of this world. I mean, 
the kryptonite for me in this world, if I was Superman, which I'm not, but Superman had kryptonite. If you're too young to know it, look it up. All right. I mean, obviously it's false, but I mean, it's, but kryptonite that took Superman's are animals. Animals are my kryptonite. I, I hear about an animal that's suffering, an animal that's being abused, an animal that's being neglected, an animal that's, whether it's, a, you know, and the same thing is I feel that as, you know, as farmers, we need to bless and honor our animals. But that's not a discussion for today. But that's my kryptonite. That just sucks everything out of me. And, uh, but the thing is, I said to the Lord, I said, please give me a new heart. I want a heart that is 100% for you. I want to, I want to not cling to the things of this world. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to respect them or work hard for them or honor the blessings, but I want a new heart because if you have a new heart and it's rooted in Christ, then yes, the shipwrecks will come. The tears will come, but the Lord tells us that every tear he saves in a bottle. And, and it's just something that we just, it's not an acceptance of it, yet it is an acceptance of it. It's an idea of where you are focused. So if you're focused on the Lord, will the hail come and possibly take your crop out? Yes. Will it take your neighbor's crop out who's not focused on the Lord? I don't know, maybe or maybe not. Will you get diagnosed with a terminal disease, with cancer? Will your loved one, your spouse, your your, your child get, get drunk, kill them? I hope not, but it's very possible. But the, the whole idea is that we need to keep our eyes focused on the Lord. And through those times when there are more tears than there are anything else, when there's more brokenness, and it may be brokenness with your farm, with your business, maybe, thank God, your family is all healthy. We need to break it down to the ridiculous and do the no-go, no-go test. And you may say to me, Ray, what I had is the worst. It could possibly be there is the trials of Job, and there is no go or no-go test. And I... I cannot diminish that because I have not experienced what you've gone through. But I do know that the Lord, our God, had sent his son on the cross to die for our sins. And if we focus on that and break it down into that, that yes, as the tears may fall from our eyes, as our heart may be broken, as all of us, we feel that the whole world is coming in on us, that we can have our faith and trust in him because we know that one day we will be with him and we will be with our loved ones. So my prayer for you, if you listen to this whole show today, is to have the peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Work hard, work smart, do everything in your life to honor the Lord. You don't have to go around and be a soapbox preacher let your actions, the way you live your life, your business transactions, the way you care for your farm, the way you treat your family, the way you treat others, the way you treat God's creation. That speaks more volumes for the character you are than all the, you could be spewing Bible verses left and right. That doesn't mean anything. So, but I pray for you to have the Lord's blessings in 2022 on you, your farm, your family, all of your ventures, but most importantly, I pray 
and this is not meant to be a derogatory statement because I know that we all we're all four way short of the mark and my prayer for you is the same prayer that I have for myself which is for the Lord to give you a new heart and as I close I'm going to close with a Christmas hymn 30 seconds of it and uh it's a it's a it's a beautiful beautiful hymn and it is called in the bleak midwinter and in this hymn the the verses of this hymn speak about a shepherd that has nothing to give to the christ child but but their heart and that's all god wants from us and if we just trust in the lord my favorite bible verses trust in the lord with all your heart lean that on your own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he will guide your path proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6 that's he didn't say the path is going to be straight he didn't say it's going to be smooth but he will guide us so my prayer for you is that the lord bless and keep you in 2022 and he gives you peace in your heart mm-hmm.